Wes, can you hear me now? Is this thing on? <laughs> hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Between the Fur. I'm your host, Ken, and it's Mascot Talk. Between the Fur. Yes, yes. How are you, man? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Ken? I'm good, man. Welcome to Between the Fur. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I, I can't believe you made me get a haircut and brush my teeth and put a tuxedo on for this thing. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> One of the funniest men on the planet right now. Uh, I got him on my podcast. So, yes. <laughs> Thought I'd just mess with you. Hey, get a haircut, brush your teeth. For this, comb your hair. No, well, yeah, I'm ready to go. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I am so glad to have you on here, man. You are a legend, and uh, I uh, I just have had the most fun with you in my you know in, it, whenever I've met up with you. Gosh, it is always a party. So well, it was always those birthday parties, and we had more fun at your place when you took a skiing too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That was a blast. That, that oh was my gosh. Than, uh, Working the games, man. Yes. Okay, so I have to tell everybody right off the bat, Wes here uh, was the Miami Heat mascot, okay? He's got some more, you know, uh, mascot uh, uh, experience or whatever. He's got some other teams that he was with before. I mostly know, knew him as Bernie from the Miami Heat. And uh, – Gosh, we used to do these birthday parties where uh, we'd get together, and I would take a, I would take the group up in the mountains and go skiing. Now, Wes, <laughs> mind you, is from Miami. Never right, seen snow no before in his there. life. Yeah, first time skiing it with your butt, man. That a blast. <laughs> and didn't break oh any gosh. bones either. So yeah, yeah, bonus. That was great. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time though. I tell you what, I've been looking forward to having you on here. I, I had Wayne on here a little while back. Uh, actually, last uh, last last one we did. Yeah, it was Wayne, and uh, we talked about having you on here. So I'm I'm super excited to have you here, uh, Wes. You know it's 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 a little late out there for you. I know that. Uh, Let's so, go watch so don't fall cartoons, asleep on me. Okay, I'm watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in my underwear oh, eating Cheetos, so I'm ready to go here. Good. Good. You know what? I would I would expect nothing less. <laughs> hey, by the way, I love your Christmas cards. Every single year I get a Christmas card. Yeah. And it's always yeah. something like uh, you you in the White House standing next to Obama with your, uh, you know, red nose on. That was uh, one of my favorites. But, yeah. Uh, hey, so, Wes, tell me uh, a little bit about how or what what mascots were you, first of all? Uh, really to start off with when I was in, I, I'd gone to college at Old Dominion, which is in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, major in criminal justice. <laughs> what? Yeah. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Of course I didn't know that. Yeah. How did I know that? All right, well, of course not. So I'm major in criminology and, uh, not for, I decided to go into undercover work, which was in the mascot business once I got out, but I did have an opportunity <laughs> to, uh, I was going to either, it was crazy. I didn't care about applying myself to get in the real world, but I, I applied for a Ringling Brothers clown school 
the same year I, I actually just tried out for an audition for a mascot for a radio station uh, in Norfolk, Virginia. So they covered uh, AAA of the Mets, which was Norfolk, uh, the Tides, Tidewater Tides. And I worked Old Dominion basketball for four years uh, and then figured if you're going to take this a step further, I'll start writing teams. And But during the summers, one of those summers I'd met the Philly Fanatic. Uh, they had a minor league team in Newport News or Hampton, Virginia. So he'd come down once or twice, and it was like, you know, figured, oh, that was my only contact. And, hey, if you hear a team that's looking for somebody, let me know. And sure enough, maybe a mid, I don't know what year this was, maybe like 1981, uh, the Sixers had had a, one or two characters but had a couple of people in and out of them, and that didn't work. So I was like, come on up. I'm judging the audition. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and you know, and this is Dave. This is Dave Raymond from uh, Dave Raymond uh, from the yep from the Philly. So after the auditions, it was sort of like, hey, you know, the job's yours if you can move up here within ten days. So I was like, but you're only paying seventy five dollars a game. I'm like, this is mid season, and I'm like, whoa, dude, you're gonna be killing me. So I I turned it down and I said, you know, if there if you know someone, you know, maybe next year or at the beginning of the season when you start something fresh and new and I didn't know at the time they were making the Nets costume who had made the Philly Fanatic, the same company out of New York uh, that had worked with the Hensons and the Muppets. Their names were uh, Harrison and Erickson. So they put Uh those characters together. And sure enough, man, a few months later, he said, well, you turn this one down, come down and audition for the Nets. So uh, that's what I did. Uh, They flew the suit down because there was an exhibition game in Norfolk. So first time I ever Mm -hmm. wore it was in Norfolk on my home turf, sort of, but, uh, after the game, they called me a week later and said no, they made an offer to come up to New Jersey. So I was there six years, 82 to 88. Um, and then just got another phone call in 88, wondering if you wanted to switch teams and come down to Miami and create a, a start off a whole brand new with another suit. And, of course, I had another lady make this. She was also out of New York. But in the meantime, I approached the Charlotte Hornets and was hoping to go go to Charlotte. There's a lot of teams involved here, man. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I, I met with uh, George Shin, the owner of New, in New York that was creating in the uh, Hornets. And the only downside with that, they were they were only going to create it one suit. Uh, and you know how that doesn't work. Uh, mm-hmm. They got to get fixed and repaired and less stinky. And, and it had a tail coming out of the butt, so like a big stinger. So I wasn't going to – I didn't want to whack people with that. So Miami agreed to make two suits right off the bat. And uh, I got that thing, man, two days before opening night, and I didn't even have a name. Uh, so we had a naming contest the first year. And that's where the name Bernie came out, like Bernie Heat Flame, spelt with a U. Right. And uh, it was, that's, that's how that got born. Uh, <laughs> in wow. A nutshell, in a nutshell. But in a nutshell. It was with the Heat, uh, I guess, to 1988 to 2001. And that's when Pat Riley oh said, we're gosh. going in a different direction. <laughs> Holy cow. And I guess I and, got paid too much, man. Not like you guys do. You guys are making a million. True. So, yeah. True. You, know, you guys are. I just set the standard Lip. for you. Yeah. It was a good thing that uh, you were the building block for us. <laughs> we could step on to reach these great heights and uh, welts and, uh, yeah, living large here. Yeah, man. <laughs> So that's, no, that's how that had happened. So uh, 
I mean, it was a great wow. career, obviously. That, you know, it's just remarkable how, how, how things go from where you never know you think you're going to go and end up. But uh, from criminal justice, criminal to, justice. Yes. To to, behind the, uh, under, under the scenes, behind the fur. That's part of your story, <laughs> there, man. Or between the fur. That's right. Between the fur, but behind the fur works. That's Dang awesome. So, and, and you're, you're, you're still in Miami now. Yeah, right? Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I actually work with the Parks and Recreation and Special Events Department for the last uh, 17, 18 years. So I've been out that long, man, still following you guys and occasionally get a, get to hook up and, and talk smack with you guys and see who's doing what and where and who got released. And, and you're still at it, man, after, what, 55 years or something you've been there in Denver? <laughs> 54 oh, come 54. on All right, yeah. <laughs> i think you've had a you've had a no. run I mean, it'll never be matched buddy well i don't know i appreciate that but i'll tell you what when i first came into the into the league i loved watching you work a crowd one of the best improv guys out there literally could just on the fly make anybody laugh anytime uh, you know, make fun of anybody, uh, have an attitude with anybody. I mean, just your repertoire was just amazing to me. I, I just thought, you know what? This is the guy I have to watch to work a crowd. I mean, he just, he just, you could walk around. I mean, I noticed right off the bat, you know, that, uh, well, thank you. You know, that was, uh, that was the, the standard as far as working the crowd, man. You right. Could, kind of like your forte you know if you don't just pay attention to the game you're always just trying to piss off somebody else <laughs> blocking <laughs> people's view you know that was our, our that was our big part of the game back then you know and just having fun with people rocking chairs throwing shoes and going through purses so uh, <laughs> until i got to puerto rico one year in 1994 but that's a different story i'll tell you about but oh please tell me about it yeah well we I know part of there. this so give me we the give me the details 94 yep. you were, you were probably 14 then i don't know 10 years i don't know <laughs> I, I was a young pup in the mascot were, world then we were uh exhibition games over in puerto rico we'd been there the year before where we played and then uh went there you know obviously the following year and you know you, same stick like you do you take the the silly string and the water guns and stuff like that but i actually happened to pull a lady out of the day out of the floor or front row just to dance uh, turned out to be the wife of a Supreme Court judge. <laughs> oh, so that, that would be like pulling Hillary out of the audience and not knowing who she was. So that's uh, that backfired. She's sitting on the side of the court, and her, which I do not know. Her purse is like across her chest, and you know, on the back of the chair. So when I kind of like pulled her out the floor, she kind of lunged forward where the, the strap broke on the purse. So I'm still sliding her ever by the arms. <laughs> Sliding her to mid-court. No. But I let her go. But I pretend like, of course, which you do. You keep dancing and pretend like she's there. And then all of a sudden she's not there. And she's already ran back to her seat and laughing and smiling. And you go over and give her a kiss. And the announcer says, there's Bernie doing his thing. And then the next morning I'm meeting the lawyers downtown <laughs> at breakfast. To like, want to know, uh, wonder if we can come downtown for a little while. So I didn't eat. You know, they didn't let me eat even that day. And, uh. <laughs> turned turned out to be her uh her brothers her whole family were attorneys uh so we were just going to go down there and say you know we weren't sorry what happened and they basically told us that they would accept a formal apology with money this is puerto rico by the way so 
Uh, we said, that's extortion. They said, there's no extortion laws here. So we said, all right, we'll see you in court. So I ended up going through two court battles over all this. Uh, a year or two later, I think, uh, we went back, I had to go back to Puerto Rico uh, with a with a nice law firm team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is just a nightmare. Uh, uh, so, and I, I went through, uh, I think, seven days of Believe it or not, of that they wanted us to to uh, what do you do when you when you just admit guilt and you pay a fine? Well, we we're not we weren't guilty of anything, and so we weren't going to settle. So we went through the court system, and uh, she was awarded ten thousand dollars, which originally was just like peanuts because she wanted to settle for two hundred fifty. Oh, my so gosh. we 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 basically won it, and then uh, there were eight women on the jury, and then like a few months later, the judge came out and said the jury was biased and sympathetic towards me and issued a new trial <laughs> so what yeah three two years later this happened we had to wait almost two years before we fought this again um and just it's just from a stupid you know stupid incident you know uh, basically she was awarded fifty thousand this time which still doesn't cover all her three 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 lawyers in two years or three years that she had so she tried to sue us a third time, man, uh, Come for, on. for child mental anguish. This is when, uh, you know, if your kid's maybe one or two years old or six months and, you know, he was <laughs> offended or crying when he saw what happened to mom on the court. Well, this boy was 18. So the judge threw it out after three, t- uh, three attempts, pretty much. But after uh, that, I had to start planting people, and then other teams, uh, you know, wouldn't have me at the birthday party because they thought I was going to be, uh, you know, I've already been labeled. Uh, so that I went through a little bit of that because kind of, now you just like once you get <laughs> once you get accused of something, you're not going to lose that, uh, you know. Just like Mr. Kraft yeah, down here a, in Jupiter, Florida, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got here for a little a little quickie, and they went to Kansas City to watch his team play. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up, but uh, that's me. It's still Florida news down here, so yeah, big news. Once you get labeled, that's what I'm saying. You just that's to, it. Just, you can't out. shake it. You can't shake it. So I'm glad you stayed out of the news for years. Yes, yes. No, I haven't been in the news at all. Uh, politics, nor uh, you know, uh, all the rest of the. Uh, <laughs> Accusations. Oh, you'll yes. Later. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Just let's. Yeah. I, I kind of hesitating I, on saying any of this. You can find <laughs> it all on Google anyways. But yeah. yeah. So was, it, it really does stick with you. And it's stupid because people just want a piece and they want to believe whatever. You know what? I'm just saying this right now. Please, people, don't believe anything you hear on the news. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> So, so we just had it Pat can Riley be, it's come in. Always, and, yeah, he had to give a deposition. He wasn't too happy, so I, they kind of shut me down for a couple of weeks. But uh, this was a gentleman, obviously. Who, I, I was here before he came to from the Knicks. So, but I was probably—I got to admit—I was probably the first mascot to ever go have a have a contract because when I came in from '88 down here to leave a team, I didn't want to. Just to backfire, because actually we had, uh, this team was owned by entertainment people, uh, Zev Buff and Entertainment and Carnival Cruise Lines. So all these people had sons that they think they could wear it and do this. I'm like, well, 
I mean, if I'm coming down, I'm going to get a three-year deal, and I got it. So, I mean, after that, uh, I actually was dating Wendy at the time, and I just came down to talk to him, and I flew back, flew down one day, flew back the same night, got a three-year deal, and she asked how to go. So I said, uh, moving to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) So I did ask her uh, a month or two later, because it was all pretty quick if you wanted to move to Florida. And then I ended up proposing to her on the court with the suit on with the tuxedo. That next look year. at that, a How true mascot, that? a true mascot. Uh, yeah, so I was giggling inside, she couldn't see my face, but she would dance with me during routines in New Jersey and even with the Philly Fanatic during some of the summer games. So I had her in the court, and then our announcer would uh, actually just says, after the routine was over, our mascot wouldn't like to know if you'll marry him. So that was pretty cool. I still didn't have a name that first year, so all they you know, they just said your mascot. so. That was pretty cool. So we're going to celebrate our 30th year this summer. Celebration. Congratulations, man. About that? Yeah. 30 years. 30 years. That's 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, really. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. So, man, I'm telling you, gosh, you know, that's a true mascot right there. T- you know, proposing. I've had, I know of other guys that have had mascots at their weddings, but I don't know. I don't know if there's any. That have proposed that I know of that have proposed on the court like that. No, That's probably not. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you work and you help other people, or you help propose in the crowd, maybe for legit people too. Oh yeah, uh, over. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, people I'm pay you big money somebody. for that, though. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I make them fork it out. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was our. She she moved down and everything. Went peachy for quite a while. So we're still living in Florida. Still every day's a weekend. That's our motto here. I love uh, it. No no snowstorms. Wes, tell me about Pat Riley. I mean, he, he obviously everybody knows Pat Riley. And right, Pat Riley was or, you know, is a legend and, you know, Hall of Famer and, you know, on and on and on. Tell me the other side of Pat Riley. Well, <laughs> you can beat a lot of this <laughs> out, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, just, I'll bleep. Uh, I know for a fact, and uh, obviously he's. Uh, I was still obviously I was with the team. I'd already just signed a three-year deal before he came on board in that in the summer of August. Uh, and then we had, of course, our all of our marketing people and vice presidents here telling me, "Well, right now I got to tell you, he'd rather see your costume floating down this river out back here." <laughs> what? So he, Oh, yeah. So when he came to town, it's like, don't get near him. Don't get near the team. Don't. I had all the don'ts, and the guy was still living in New York. Well, he came from he came a team down. that didn't have a mascot. Right. So he right. wasn't used to it. He wasn't in entertainment. He's right. all about basketball. Well, you know what? And speaking of which, our first year, we had the, obviously, we had dancers, and he didn't have that in New York. Our dancers came out and performed, and then went back to the locker room the first year. That is ridiculous that was like it's just the game it's just the game Hers, his 12 guys are 15 or 28 35 however he's got but yeah so it's he pretty much controlled that's one that and, uh, <laughs> he controlled that's everything. one guy that just missed the missed the point just slightly you know well, the, it's, the whole it is a game yes it is a game yeah. and i and i and i can i can understand the purists out there i can you know, because sometimes, heck, the entertainment gets a little bit too out of hand. Uh, the music can be played too much or too loud 
or right. things like that. Or at the wrong However, time. Yeah. yeah, or at the wrong time. Yeah, totally get that. However, it is entertainment. Bottom line is people are coming to the game for entertainment, which basketball is, uh, but it's not. I mean, it's all. Why have there ever? Why are there cheerleaders? It's entertainment, right? I you mean, know? now it's for going pack. way back, they yeah. started with cheerleaders. Sure. So, well, he was with the Lakers, but he didn't have control then. You know, he was just the coach. He didn't have any. That's why he left to get in New York, I think, too. But you know, who knows? But yeah, yeah, they had yeah. Laker girls. I mean, that's just like having the you know the America's team had the Dallas Cowboys. But you know, they had their ups and downs. But they, you know, they it was a show. Which you yeah. know, I was here almost ten years with them though. But you know, I think I got maybe my salary got a little high. <laughs> and then we're going in different. As it should. Like, uh, all right, well, just give me severance, and I'll go. Uh, I'll go peacefully. But I still go to games. I go, you know, three or four times a year. I mean, I had a great, which you do. I have a great, oh, I had a great rapport with the referees. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that, that's part of our act. They're part of the act. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know how much they do it as much anymore. I'm sure they are. I know you dance with them and use your props and bikes. and. Uh, but I uh, Less nowadays. A lot yeah. less nowadays. Yeah. But back in the day, they would play along. I, I had uh, um, Dick Bavetta. Kneel oh. down one time and let me flip over him. Really? Oh, yeah. He knelt down right there uh, next to the dancers. Oh. And, yeah, I went and flipped over about six or seven of them and uh, with with Dick Bavetta in there. Well, I, I had certain guys that would do certain things. Uh, Bob Delaney would do a boxing routine, but you can only do that once or twice a year cause, so it doesn't look planted. Another guy would ride the bike. Another guy you could put the dress over. I mean, I when I when, we, when I proposed to Wendy, we got married the next year. I invited three of those guys to my wedding. I was so close to them. You don't oh. think about your referees coming to your wedding, but I'm like, you know, they're, they're just like everybody else, man. It's just their job. So, you know, they're yeah. no different than you and me. It's just, you know, neither in the same way the players. Sure, they get paid big time, but uh, they're no different. They're pe- people or kids are people, too. <laughs> kids so, are people too. always had a great rapport with those guys and I, and I still stay in touch with a couple of them actually so uh that's pretty nice of course uh, i love the lot of new faces in the league too so yeah that they come everybody comes and goes you know yep yeah bob delaney uh he wrote that it, he wrote that book right yeah it's actually i think it's called covert uh yeah. i knew bob delaney as a state patrol officer in new jersey so he was his dad was also actually a new jersey state patrol officer and he went undercover i would say early, or very early 80s um in the and infiltrated the mafia i mean this whole book you'd have to read it but it and um he infiltrated he had a trucking fake company truck fake truck company set up he was wired most of the time during these meetings things like that where he leaving you know, drive two blocks and pretty much throw up because he's still living. Uh, I mean, he's got <laughs> stories, man. He's got stories. Uh, yeah, check out that book by Bob Delaney Covert. Yeah, yeah. What, and then he ends up to be a referee. Yeah, for and uh, that was the witness for years. Yeah, yeah, witness protection program in the uh, in the NBA there. And that 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 story broke actually while he was still refereeing out of the, like the Boston Globe. Somebody got wind of him. 
and what he had done and what he's been doing. And it was like, oh, my God, now everybody in the league knew about it. And he's, you know, you're a sitting duck now in every arena pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, so, yeah, he carried guy. himself real well on the court, though, man. I tell you, I love the guy. And at first I was super intimidated by just his look. Yeah. He's, and uh, he's all slick back yeah. and uh, a stoic, you know. Oh, yeah, very. I mean, he, he yeah. looked like he was straight from the mob himself. And, oh, and sure. what, I have a great picture with him, by the way, standing great. right next to him and uh, just kind of looking to the side. You know, he's looking forward. I'm looking forward. Just standing there, hands crossed, arms crossed. Love that picture. It's, it's, oh, it's up at my desk. That's great. Yeah, he's just uh, printing it out. And you know, a lot of these guys, when you left, they were so bummed. You had a great relationship with the referees. You had a great relationship with uh, a lot of the players. I love that you sent me a picture of you and Scott Hastings the other day. No, that just was so yeah. good. <laughs> keep him, keep, he's a funny guy, too, though. You you deal with him more now still with me. but yeah, He is. He's a super funny guy. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you some, something about Wes here. One of some of my favorite stories are, let's see, picking him up from the airport and leaving the airport, uh, going through the toll where he actually had to where he actually had to stop and pay the toll here. And uh, West leaning over saying, hey, I, I got this. I got this. And he hands me a three dollar bill with <laughs> Hillary's face on it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. So I handed it to the lady. She's like, oh, wow. Oh, these. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much. We sat and chatted with this woman for like five minutes about the three dollar bill, <laughs> and finally, I'm like, "It's a, I, I can't, I have to pay you. <laughs> That's not real." She's like, "Oh, what? I thought it was real." Some of my well, you make stuff. it feel so bad, or yeah, that was. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't stand oh. it. Oh yeah, and then I have him over to the house one time. We're standing outside, uh, a, a group of us. Miguel was there. I just did a podcast with him, Miguel Vargas, oh, who was with the Nets at the time. And we're standing out there. I got my neighbors all hanging out. It's a summer evening or whatever. And uh, we're all hanging out out there. And he's got something in his pocket that sounds like a fart every so often. I'm like, what is, who is doing that? And so everywhere this guy goes, still, he's got some fart thing in his pocket that uh, is just making people cringe and <laughs> look the other way because as soon as you get in there and you use that a few times you start pressing four four and they're they're getting out as soon as they can they can't smell it yet because there's nothing to smell but it's just playing with people <laughs> man you're just having fun with them uh, uh, Wes yeah. has never grown up I think and I, I love put, that about him I think I put and I think this was you we were at one of those conferences but yep I had that fake powder the gel you put in uh, people's drinks and they gel up, and you actually had acted like you drank it and was flipping out of the chair. And I thought I was going to get in trouble. <laughs> like, I'm going to take you to the emergency room. I remember that. Uh, I was I'm spazzing like, oh, out man. there. This, uh, never, this never goes wrong. No, <laughs> this no, is one of my friends. I tell you yeah. what, every, every mascot that knew you has some kind of, uh, or knows you, uh, has some kind of story to tell about. I mean, you've always just taken everything to the next level. And uh, I remember the, uh, the uh, cockroach. Oh, man. Where they Still threw the whole them. salad out. You get free meals. 
Well, we did that one time up in uh, Indiana Pacers' birthday when they had brought out a whole tray of ribs. <laughs> and and uh, that's when I really thought I'd get, well, the lady sees it, and they take that whole tray of ribs and throw them in the trash. And I'm trying to explain, like, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. No, 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 because she didn't know English, and she throws a whole, those, you know, whole serving trays of ribs out. I'm like, oh, management's going to come in front of me right now for the game and tell me I can't dress, but they didn't say nothing. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, it's a little plastic or a little, yeah, little rubber roach. Yeah, yeah, a little rubber roach. So funny. They have fun with people and their foods. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. with you one time when they threw out a whole salad, too. <laughs> Yeah, and your Elvis ID, <laughs> come on now. I still got, yep, still got that. Oh. Still got one of the Stooges. I got a little red, I, little red sticker I put on my driver's license, a little dot, and then I'll put the clown nose on every time I board an airline. I just start laughing. <laughs> I was spitting them, and she looked like, it's just a red dot you put over the nose, and I also have my fake teeth in, too. So. <laughs> Forgot about the fake teeth. teeth. Fake teeth, man. It's, it's on my passport. No way! You did oh, yeah, a passport picture. Still, still, still on my passport. Got one year left. <laughs> uh, Doctor Buck, you have to go to that website. D U R B U K K. Buck, love it. Oh my gosh, you always have something going on. I love it. People don't grow up, and yeah, if you're just gonna have play on people, so yeah, we had that extended fork too. We using people's meals too. We used to use. The what? Yeah, extended fork. If you, it's a record. Oh fork. yes. Out to about a yard. If you want to eat out of somebody else's plate. Yeah, <laughs> time. If you're gonna finish your beans, oh, let me take a stab at it from the other side of the room. Right. So basically, but, any kind of like little novelty place that has all these weird things, Wes literally uses these things all the time. He pulls them out of his pockets, uh, jackets, whatever, and. It's always a surprise when you're with Wes. Yeah, I'm so. using still the fake snot too, man. It goes over. <laughs> back. You just fake sneeze yourself, <laughs> somebody, and this thing's about six inches long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! But you know, that's over the so years, funny, man. And you, you work with a lot of the, you know, work with a lot of the guys like Barkley, and I mean, my guy in New Jersey was Daryl Dawkins, and I know you you worked a lot with Charles Barkley, but this guy was just. You know, he was just a kid, just like what we are still, you know, just having fun with people. And you see what you what you see is what you get. They're they're real, you know, and you, you've yeah. worked a lot with Charles and he's done so many things with you. And, you know, he knows people see that and they respect both of you. So I think, uh, well, I've learned over the years that these guys are real. They're either now. Well, actually, for me, my opinion is they're either too big for their britches. Oh, sure. And they're not going to talk to you. They're not going to be, you know, they're above you or they're totally down to earth. And like, like Robin Lopez, Robin Lopez, man, I was on a trip with him uh, to Singapore and I am sitting at dinner with him and Robin Lopez brings out his camera and he's like, you know, an, an actual camera. Okay. Not a phone, but he's got a camera there and he's taking pictures of something out the window. And uh, I'm like, what are you taking a picture of? He's like, check out the lizard, man. Look at the lizard. <laughs> and he's like a little kid. He's like, there's a big old lizard on the windowsill. We all come around. I mean, he's just like a kid in a candy store all of a yeah. sudden. He's just like, 
a lizard, you know, and uh, come to find out he loves comics. Come to find out he loves Disneyland. Oh, uh, right. After that trip, uh, like the trip was coming to an end and he's like, hey, uh, dude, you want to go to Disney Disneyland with me in Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland? I'm like, I I can't, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, oh, bummer, man. I'm looking for somebody to go with me. He, he got somebody uh, from this trip or something. I can't remember how, who he got, but he actually found somebody. He's like, uh, yeah, go with me. Go with me. Yeah, they flew over there to Hong Kong to go to Disneyland. I heard the other day that he actually owns property at Disney World now. Like he's got oh, like wow. – he's he owns like a house – on Disney property or something like that that is I don't know the whole situation there but the, he's just an overgrown kid oh yeah and I love it well he also looks like that caveman guy from the Geico commercial <laughs> <laughs> he, he does well he does now yeah I'm like man that's like every time just about you give him a little kudos but uh, yeah love but that you, you're right you get to meet and be with some of these guys out of their element uh, yeah, I mean, our our biggest perk down here was, I mean, I I dressed on, uh, you know, twelve different NBA cruises in a row. So you got to meet like, they would take twenty players, whether it's a referee or trainer or, and Hall of Famers, uh, you know, Sam Jones and, you know, I mean, that's where I got to know Bob and Delaney. But you're with them on a cruise ship; you can't go too far. So you're at right uh, autograph sessions and question and answer meetings. And, and I actually met a guy. I'd never met him before. He played in the with Sam Jones and and uh, uh, oh, who's the guy from the Lakers that got all the twelve rings? Uh, uh, not the Lakers, not the Lakers, Celtics, Celtics. Bill Russell, oh, Bill Russell, Bill Russell. So there's another player that played with all these guys. His name, I, the, probably the biggest and the best compliment for me that came out of nowhere. His name was Sat Sanders, but he played with Bill Russell and Sam Jones. And won all these championships. So he'd been working in the NBA for years. And he's, you know, vice president. Goes around to different cities and leagues and checks out everything. So I'd met him uh, as Bernie. Uh, and I asked him one time, "Who's your when you go to different cities, who's your favorite mascot? And he said, well, I got to tell you, you know, I've traveled so much. But the one who tickles me the most was that Duncan in New Jersey. <laughs> what? And I went, whoa, that, that was me. But now I'm in Miami. Oh, yeah. He just went crazy. And that was probably that the coolest is awesome. time. Because he didn't know me at all, you know. from, from Right. And he, he'd been in, every, in and out of every town and seen every character. And Not that he was ranking everybody, but I think he, he was probably saw more games. He lived in the area and maybe saw more, you know, of our games. But that was, that was pretty cool. Very uh, cool. Yeah. Man, congratulations on that. That's cool. That's such a great compliment. And you deserved it, too. I mean. Yeah, what a great performer you you know y- yeah. you were just always on point. I just thought you were always just so funny. I was always in awe, and I was always I was laughing, literally laughing, in costume whenever we worked together. So it was yeah. such a sad day for me when you hung it up when you were forced to hang it up. Gosh, it was. Hey, so um, real quick though, I wanted to uh, before I forget uh, go back to Daryl Dawkins. What? What kind of relationship did you have with him? I mean, did you have any any stories about him? 
Well, I mean, not you know, we just we did a lot of appearances together because he was the one that would do them. You know, it's hard. You know, at the time we had we all we had a lot of ACC guys, and it was Mike Jaminski and Buck Williams and Albert King and Michael Corn. Well, they didn't. You know, they weren't. They got to have a, this guy had a personality. He wanted to be out in the public, be seen, and trying to get some. You know, he got a few sponsor deals. None of the other guys had them. You know, Chocolate Thunder Shake and. I mean, Chocolate that, Thunder. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was just. I mean, he could, he could talk to anybody. Man, he just. Uh, but we did a lot. I mean, appearances. So I had a van, so I took him a lot. We did. I tell you a funny story though. We did a. Uh, obviously, you've done these growth charts over the years. Uh, yep. With you and, and we did one. I did one with Daryl, and uh, and we were both holding a cake, and he's basically holding you know the second and third tier in his hand so it wouldn't slide off. But the poster came out great, sponsored by a milk company and all this stuff. Well, I had a chance to, the, the following uh, couple months to meet his mother. You know, he came right out of high school, too. He was one of these guys. That's why, you know, he was still a kid. But uh, I said, he, no, he, he calls me over. Oh, this is my mom. He was so proud to introduce me, you know. And she looks at me and she goes, I look at you every night before I go to bed. I go, what? <laughs> I look at you every night before I go to bed. She had the growth chart on the ceiling. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm like, oh no, it's supposed to go on the door. <laughs> Something wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with this picture? But you know, seven feet. I guess he had five foot doors. I don't know, or walls. I guess that is hilarious. He, he was most. You know, he passed away a couple of years ago too. I was just total in shock that he'd lose somebody like that. Ah. Oh. But, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he had a heart attack. I I must have missed that. Dang it! Yep, sure. Did. I'm so uh, sorry to hear that. Great, you know, he's my all-time favorite player. I guess I should say, you know, over the years, just doing stuff with and staying in touch with. But wow, Daryl, what Locke a trip! Wow, and you're actually you're at the top of my list, man. I've always enjoyed your company as well, and. It just did. I never had a chance, to obviously, to watch you one, you know, at your arena, you know, because it was always we we're always together with everybody else. But that's why you're well, still, still late. Twenty nine or thirty years. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you. Just waiting for you to come out and, you know, check out a game. <laughs> I should, man. Are you waiting on you, man? <laughs> come skiing too. Yeah, let's go skiing again. Let's do it. I want to come out. We'll bring a couple guys in or something. Or I'll come out myself. I just want to hang with you, man. You're great. Oh, super personality. And... Well, we should, we should get a ski trip together. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, yeah, we're going to do that. Year. Okay. Yeah. See what we got out yeah, of this. We'll do that. Awesome. Another friendship tour. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, um, gosh, there's just so much history. I mean, you're, you're calling out names that I, uh, some of them have not heard of, and then some just have not heard in a long, long time. But there's so much history there. I, I, I can't even begin to fathom all that back then. I mean, I'm, I, I, I started when, let's see, in 1990. And, uh, but man, you'd still, you'd been going strong for a while there. You know, we do so many appearances that people would see or, you know, in front of cameras and stuff. And I, and I've told this a lot of times, but I, I was, uh, not to bring your, not to bring your show down, but, <laughs> <laughs> but go for it. But I got a call from, uh, at the time it was, wasn't that big, but from the make a wish kids, you know, this kid had seen you on TV and 
uh, you know, they've got, he's got the growth chart poster. He's got the lunchbox, you know, the shirts, you know, anything that you know, we slapped our characters on. So I mm-hmm. went to visit him at the hospital. There's no cameras because uh, a, a police officer had called and set this up. And, you know, he's following, you know, you're sitting with him and I'm unhooking his IV and <laughs> no, no, but you know, walking down the <laughs> hall with him and just spending an hour, you know. And a week later, the uh, police officer calls me back and says it was a wonderful thing. His family, you know, you know, he couldn't even do anything better. They were all praised you, but the the, the little boy passed away. And I was like, oh my <sighs> gosh. And he said, I just got back from the eulogy, and the whole thing was about you. And they put they took all your Duncan paraphernalia and put it in the casket. And I went, oh. God, I still get chills, man. It's like no one knows stories like that because you're not in front of people. But I'm like that. That's kind of like my. Yeah, it's just it's a feel good story, man. Gosh, I mean, you do a lot right. of kids and stuff in hospitals. And, well, you know, but I mean, that just shows that's just credit to not only uh, your character, but to the person who you are, the person you are. And, you know. Honestly, it's it's the person inside that, sure. that develops and 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 brings that character to life and everything. So credit to uh, credit to you on that, man. I'm telling you, and and it's a I love the fact that there were no cameras, and um, you know I've had several experiences like that myself. But they're just tender, tender moments that that you you just kind of like to hold yeah. to yourself. You know, you just like to just know that that is uh, something special that you'll always remember. And uh, there's nothing like touching, uh, you know, somebody's life like that. So. Yeah. Did you, let me ask well, you this. Did you ever come to those yeah. the special Olympic games in Orlando? Did you come to a couple You know, I did. They were the mascot the games, right? Yeah. the Because well, they brought all these kids in from that had issues and special, you know, there were a lot of special Olympic yeah. kids. Yeah. It was a mascot. Game. I actually did yeah. that for yeah. several years. Yes. Yes. I think, yeah, yeah, that was, man, that's when they bust them in and they filled up a whole lower bowl in the arena, you know, I'm like, what? and I said, they, they still probably do that. I'm not really sure. I know they did it a couple of You know, years ago. I haven't been, yeah, I haven't been approached on that for quite some time now, but, um, I, yeah, I, I don't know if they're still doing it actually, hmm. but that was a great experience though, man. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of, a lot of mascots there. And it was just well, mayhem. And, and at the end, there's but, a lot of wheelchairs man, great down on the floor, too, and take a lot of pictures. Yeah. The other side of that, you know. Yep, yeah. So. Which was the well, good field best goal. part of it all. Sure. Yeah. And that's why they're there. We still do a lot of uh, Special there. Olympic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just an amazing. And just to see them light up because they just, just light up. Well, you and, just made their year, not day, you know. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, this is based around our personalities. You get some guys that get in and flip a switch, and you know they're not—they're pretty dry on the outside. But you're just the opposite as well, and that's why people—they gravitate towards you, you know, because we got a cool job, and a lot of people would give anything to wear these suits. But uh, you know, and speaking of which, well, that was one of my favorite uh, questions all the time, and you get it too over the years. Like, how did you get into something like that? And they would always ask you if you've just worn it for like two hours and you're hot and sweaty. So I always would say like, <laughs> well, you get in, you get in from behind and zips and snaps up the back. And they're like, no, 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 no. I mean, how'd you get started? I'm like, well, yeah, I get into it. So then you just try to show them that you're funny 
after sweating for two hours and go and give them one of their favorite lines. But that's probably my favorite <laughs> line with people over the years because they really don't want to know your history. Oh, you know, gosh. You, but, see, you are so quick-witted, not line, only in yeah. costume, but out of costume. And I did that with David Raymond one time back with the Phillies. And we were together, and we would do baseball games together. And I told him I said that to people. And he goes, you're stupid. You know, that's, that's, that's corny. No, you know, I'm not going to – I'll never do that. <laughs> we pull into a gas station. He's got the Philly Fanatic band, and, you know, that's, that's him. I had to get into something like that. He just looks at me and goes, well – you get it from behind and zips and snaps up the back. I'm like, see there, I told you to use it. So, <laughs> little classic lines. <laughs> I really, uh, I, I want to get, to, I'm coming out there myself next year. I don't care what you put together. <laughs> okay. Cool. Make yeah, sure you, you can do five games in a row so I can really watch. And you can set me up. I want to be in your props. <laughs> okay. You'll be, you can, uh, plant, you can plant me. Okay. Yeah. I will uh, take you up on that. And, um, yeah, you can sleep on my couch. And, um, <laughs> you don't have so. a hammock or anything? Or no, else? no, uh, just a little chase lounge. You can, you can, <laughs> your feet will hang over, but you'll be well, all right. I'll, I'll bring my fart machine for you then. <laughs> Please do, uh, man, Wes. Uh, what a what a great time! I I just really appreciate uh, your friendship and and your uh, uh, your humor. Man, I always look forward to your Christmas cards and, yeah, you know, right. still keep in touch. I uh, love well, your wife, Wendy. Uh, not like you love her, but I love her. She's <laughs> awesome. And uh, uh, hey, well, thanks for having uh, me, man. You're a great guy. And I, obviously, I, I cherish our friendship over the years. Just We're just too far away. Yeah. So I will make an effort to come see you. So, well, so don't have to get team, down there, too. You're going in a different direction. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I'll hold out for you, man. Wait, I got I got one more story for you. It's kind of funny because after doing oh, this please. for so many years, you're uh, it's like, what am I going to do next? Or you try to plan for your future. And I know you're doing a few things. You got a, probably a couple companies, and I know you're got your gym and and things like that. Well, yeah. as soon as I got out, I'm like, God, man, what am I going to do? I mean, you're going to start at the bottom and it's salary wise and everything else. So I had a. Uh, a friend that worked with Don Shula. He's a marketing guy. And he had, he's got like 300 companies they work with, you know, but it was like Coca-Cola and the jewelry store and uh, Intel. I'm like, you know, I don't have any background on this. So it was, right. he said, I know a guy from Cisco foods, you know, that does the arena foods and restaurants. And he goes, Oh, he'd be great in sales. You know, he goes, but he's pretty much of an idiot. I mean, I can't use the other word. Doesn't have a personality. <laughs> and, um, can I say it? Go for it. Well, he's pretty much of an ass, you know, so, but he's got season tickets to the heat game. I'm like, perfect. Uh So I call him up and he's actually, it's a genuine, uh, which I thought it wasn't even really in the big interview. I met him at IHOP for just a cordial get together. And so we, he's, how you doing? We ordered our food. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm like, well, I've been with the heat for X amount of years. And where do you see yourself in five years and all this stuff? And, he goes, do you know uh, PowerPoint or Excel? Do you know anything, you know anything about computers? And I said, yeah. Well, I've never turned one on. <laughs> I, <back then. laughs> ne- literally never turned one on. So do you know anything about computers? And I said, yeah, a little bit. He goes, you know uh, PowerPoint and Excel? And I said, know them? <laughs> I went to high school with those guys. <laughs> I said, and I said, they still owe me money. 
<laughs> Ken, he stood up, shook my hand. He says, we'll keep you on file. And I didn't even eat. <laughs> and of course, I get back. I call the guy from Don Shula's. I'm like, you're right. The guy is an ass. I thought it would be funny because he's seen you as a season ticket holder for years. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be funny. And it backfired. That's one of those. <laughs> Literally had a postcard in the mail. We'll keep you on file. I'm like, so then I took a computer class the following week. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, they got to be kidding me. Oh, that's so, the greatest story. Some people can't oh, take a joke. So there, there's one. No. That just goes to show you not everybody has a personality we do. So That's right. And I'll tell you what, you don't want to work for that kind of guy anyway. That's, that's a good point. Add a, amen. 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 You know what? Everything happens for a reason. Oh my God. I could not believe that. I'm in tears almost driving back because I'm like, I'm just selling Cokes and, you know, sandwiches and stuff. It'd be great, you know? No. Oh, and you know what? If that was me, I would have totally looked at it like, oh my gosh, I have got to get this guy. He will have my customers rolling. He will, he'll be, he'll be getting orders just so people can meet him. Just oh, the, you're right. Just the opposite. He lost an opportunity. <laughs> That's right. His loss. Yeah, sure is. God. Oh man, thanks for sharing that. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's a good note to end on, but uh, it's it's a true story <laughs> once again. Like that just shows how just funny. I wish you would have gone into stand up comedy. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you would have killed it. Oh man, I wish. Well, hey, remember. There's America's Got Talent coming up. Okay. That's true. All right. I want to see you on there. Unknown comic. I'll bring a paper bag. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right, man. Well, hey, I better so much go. calling. Oh, man. It was awesome talking to you, catching up. And uh, yeah, we'll do this again sometime. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to take my tuxedo off now, if you don't mind. And... <laughs> I thought you were in your underwear. Is oh, it tuxedo yeah. underwear? Yeah, yeah, it's still a bow tie around the around my neck. So, oh, okay, uh, you're funny, man. You're funny. I appreciate your time and, and your friendship over the years. And thanks for hooking me up, man. I've never done this before. Oh uh, my gosh! Well, treat. I'll send what you the treat. link. You'll yeah, you'll you'll uh, you know send it out to your to your friends and family. My peeps, you know. Okay, all your thanks, peeps. But, yeah, I'll make sure Pat gets a copy too. Oh please, <laughs> <laughs> too. Thank you. All right, brother. Love you. Take care. Love you, man. Thank you very much. All right. We'll see you. Okay. Bye-bye.